Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is your Manchester. Your music. We are back. You're listening to Ian and Love It live on Manchester Radio. This is the Football Man Cave Show. We are going to be talking England versus Croatia. Now, I may have had a few too many pints yesterday <laughs> and not fully watched England versus Croatia, which is... Not the best things we're supposed to be talking about here today. It's mad though. But I half watched it. <laughs> it's mad though because do you not think that that's what like ninety percent of the <laughs> of, of the uh, English population do exactly the same thing? hundred oh, percent. And then the and then have a comment on how they played. Yeah. And they don't really know what. No. <laughs> and no. so they, they know exactly what happened up until um, the beer goggles kick in. Yeah, yeah. And then and then that's it. Then. My strategy and it always it always knackers me up to be fair is I get in the pub early to get a seat because mm. I like a seat. I'm a bit of an old man. I like a seat right in front of the TV, nice and comfy, set me stall, especially now everything's sitting down and you've got yeah. tables and stuff. So I got there at like 12 <laughs> for the 2 o'clock kickoff. And I mean, obviously we're at the pub in a minute. You you WhatsApp your um, order through, bump, you get three quarters of the way down and you just bump, it's just drink, drink, yeah. drink, drink. So by the time like the second half had kicked in, I'd had a, a fair few pints by that point. Um, but I do remember Calvin Phillips played a blinder. <laughs> that's yeah. honestly probably that's what I can remember. Because I was chatting, and I'd say you're talking and you're having a pint and you're watching a match. And because when you're at home watching it, you're watching it, you're, you're in it, aren't you? You probably I don't know about you, but I don't know yeah, drink yeah, yeah. in the house. No. So um, you're analysing a bit more. But obviously when you're chatting to this guy, yeah, yeah, people are coming in. So. Yeah, you have to tell me what it was like. <laughs> well, yeah, well, but I was going to say, what did you think of the like? What did you think of the formation and the personnel that he chose? Did, was, did it did I, it blow you away? Did yeah, it... I, I I can't get my head around him playing Trippier at left back. Me, when you've got Luke Shaw there, who's had probably his best season apart from the season that earned the move to United, his best season ever at left back, and then you got Ben Chilwell as his like backup basically and you play a right back at left back. So would you would you say that Luke Shaw is the number one left back yeah. and then Chilwell second? Hundred percent. Is that what you'd say? Because a lot of people think Chilwell's better. 
Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> and uh, so well, that's my opinion. I think I think the re- and what about the formation? What about the formation? The seemed fine to me. I think it. I think it was a good formation. Yeah. I think it. I've, I mean, for me, I would have tried to have got Foden in the middle because I think Foden in the middle is like you put him there. He, he is unbelievable in that middle of the park, and I don't like the way that like they get young players get put out wide I just don't get it like yeah. if for him and obviously you're a City fan you'll know more than me but for him he's he's centre of the park player and yeah. if you're not going to play him then bring him on into the centre of the park and play I don't know put Rashford on and, and Sterling you know stuff like that I was yeah. quite surprised at Sterling to be fair but what Sterling getting a start a lot of people was to be fair but, but uh, if you go back to 96 when I did Lo- Love His Legend and yeah. the Tales for 96 Shearer hadn't scored for what um, 12 months yeah yeah something yeah. like that and then uh, come in you always get that and you always get that in these tournaments there'll always be a top scorer or somebody and, you, that, and I said to you I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Sterling is the top scorer yeah it's, and it's like a crazy story but he looked, he looked he looked fresh yeah. didn't he he looked fresh he looked determined he's um, probably got a point to prove as well did you see the interview after I did see yeah, that yeah, little yeah. clip where the woman goes uh, maybe justify your selection you could see him he, going he as if are to you say, joking you love yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah I, 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 I like the I like the 4-3-3 yeah. I, I think it, I it's think attacking it suits isn't it? and it's yeah. versatile as well yeah. and, and what I like about it was it wasn't two holding midfielders and then Mount as an attacking midfielder it well, was one it. one holding midfielder and then you had two and I was saying this today you've got Rice there just holding and he's happy to stay back and protect that back four and let the likes to say Phillips who absolutely shone just go and it gives so much more freedom at the top end of the pitch when you've got someone who's as disciplined who will yeah. just sit well, back this, this is why I think sorry I, there's been a sending off yeah, this is this is why I kind of go against uh, even as a City fan and even like as a guy that really rates Foden um, I go against with him being in the middle of England because I feel like yeah. you need in for, for us to win something you'll need you need them three players just like what we had in that midfield like Mount had a really good game and I don't feel like he never gets any credit that kid no he's, never, he's one of them he never gets any credit whatsoever he only gets credit when they want to big him up type thing but apart from that he's just there in the background then him, him so you had you had um, you had Declan Rice holding and then you had you could say the other two were straight up centre midfielders yeah. and you, Mount and Phillips just worked hard tirelessly and didn't give anybody a second and the mad thing is is Kev, uh, Kelvin Phillips didn't didn't get a booking, no. And he tackled, tackled, uh, got the ball, looked to go forward. It was it was the per- for me it was the perfect mix out of all the players that we could have chosen to play in that in that three in the midfield in a four three three. You had the protection for the back two two centre backs because we know that we've not got the greatest greatest centre backs. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Tyrone Mings. No, no. Um, but he looked all right, and I think you you will look all right if you're confident that the guys in front of you are going to stop people from getting yeah, yeah. getting towards and that's you. That's what football is a confidence game, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that, the, the I think them three. The same. I'm not I'm not set on Pickford. He's so yeah. erratic. He's, he's too much for me. Yeah. But obviously it's that confidence of him having a back four. Obviously it just breeds through, doesn't yeah. it? Bit and, by and, bit. Then, and then I think having folding on one of the flanks because that that shot there at the post. Like oh, that's if, it got, if it had gone in, it completely changed his personal game, wouldn't yeah. it? And also, if you think about the teams that will will come up against as the as the tournament gets closer and closer to the end, there are every every team, your Portugal's, your France's, they're gonna have fullbacks that are gonna go forward. Yeah. So we need to have fullbacks that are good at defending. Secondly, then we've got to have wide men, uh, our, our wingers that are happy 
to do a little bit of work, but be able to get in behind. And I think Foden, will, I think as the tournament goes on, I think Foden on that right-hand side, or maybe the left-hand side, it, I think that the gaps will open up because all he needs, just like Mares, is to just shift it onto the left foot yeah. and he's got a shot off. Uh, Kane was quiet, do you know yeah. what I mean? But he's he's the main man, isn't he? <laughs> he's, the t- he's the top yeah. stri- striker. But he's and and, he, and I, I, I did think, actually, mate, that... Um, in that team with them, with all of them players now, he's going to get bypassed a lot yeah. because he's just sitting in the middle of the park and then you've got two really energetic centre midfielders that are driving balls forward. So if I was a wide man playing in that England team, I'd be making diagonal runs into the box because yeah, yeah. them balls are just going to come, come sliding through. So Kane might might just be used as a wall for most of this tournament, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then the wide men are going to get all the pieces and like you said, Sterling nicking goals and wide men nicking goals. Do you think he should change it? I think personally he should be changing it as per the team they're playing. I think we've got such a good squad that we can interchange and and be versatile enough to change the formation about to combat the majority of these teams. Mm. I, I do believe that England probably would get to the final if if we pick the momentum up yeah I, I really do um what do you think like, i i i get why he played trippier um because he's used him in the world cup yeah he was one of our best players in that world cup i mean he scored a goal that made everybody lose the beers didn't he? yeah that yeah. free kick i think dude, I, and i think it was unfair that a lot of people uh said that he was in there because he's a dead ball specialist like the the kid can defend, by yeah, the way, yeah. and he can get forward as well. And I think they complemented each other really well down that left-hand side. Uh, I think that Trippier and Sterling really did complement each other. Yeah. Um, and there is opportunity. I, th- I think Chilwell will get the nod ahead of ahead of Shawmy. Yeah. He, or even even though Chilwell wasn't, because they can only name a certain amount of players on the on the bench, can't they? Mm. Uh, but Chilwell wasn't named in in the players that was on the bench. So but you've got to think as well, like it's not a three game tournament. That's what I think everybody looks like. It's all yeah. three games, but I mean what is it, seven? Is it seven games in total? I think so. Yeah. Seven yeah, 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 yeah. it'd be seven, yeah. Seven uh, games, so you've got to look at it as a, a bigger perspective of people will come in and get used at hopefully the right time to yeah. I, th- I think that it's hunger as well. Yeah. Like if you leave somebody out and they don't get a game. Yeah, they like, wanna be in. They're gonna be hungry to like, yeah. and I think I think that's what they did with Grealish. Uh, I know that Shakes, <laughs> Shakes was, it's, mate, I loved Shakes the other day, he yeah. was making me laugh, he was giving me a bit of crap, but uh, he, was, he was making me laugh, but it, like, I know that he doesn't like um, Grealish, and I was trying to, I was trying to text to you both, uh, like, I was exactly like that, yeah. I was, I really did not like him, well, I didn't see what the, not I did the, not like him, I didn't, I didn't see what, why people thought he was so good, yeah. but if you, I think I said to you, um, if you really look at the stats of how he's played this season, and what he's done, I think his stats in terms of assists and chances created was higher than th- I think there was only uh, De Bruyne and Kane that was higher than him. Wow! Um, and it, and it was ridiculous in in the amount of games that he played, and he didn't play many games because he was injured for the back end of the season. Um, I, I do think that he's got something, and he can, and he can he can give something to the team. And it's it's a nice to have on the bench that in case mm. we need to change that game or we need a little bit of something in. Yeah. It's because like I say, you're using your squad in this in a tournament like this. Yeah. It's not just your eleven players. You've got to use the whole squad because everybody needs to be fresh, don't they? Yeah. Basically, and everyone needs to they can bring and piece a jigsaw together yeah. as and when the game goes on. If if you look at what you if you look at what we've got, we've got. Phillips, who's pretty much nailed on now. Like, yeah. I don't think nobody would would bat an eyelid if he was still in that team. But then you've got Bellingham that you can yeah, bring on. And, yeah, and I, and I think like like for like, that's what you've got in that midfield now. We've got a proper engine room in there. 
And I think that in most tournaments, we've we've not really had that. No. We've, we've had, even when we had um, Gerard and Lampard, like, they both go forward and attack. So when you ask one of them to sit, you ain't going to be able to protect nope. the back four. No, plus four, obviously, it was a 4 4 2 There was just no moving. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, now the game's evolved. Um, Another goal. 2 1 Slovakia. It's a good header. Poland are down to 10 men as well. Yeah. Do love a good header, me, you know. Do you? There was, yeah. Did you not see the Scotland game? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the goal. Yeah. Watched it before. The, well, the, the first goal, his first goal was a header, yeah. where he's, he's pulled off the, the defenders off the cross and then just nipped back, back in front. It was a great header. But the second goal. <laughs> I think that it's not going to get beaten. Goal no. of the tournament straight away. If you, if you, anybody that's listening, if you've not seen that second goal, um, the, go, go yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. Check, check, Czech Republic goal. Uh, it was a, it was a finish. It was something out of David Beckham, Wayne Rooney repertoire. That's all. Anderson it Cavani. Said, yeah. Let's not forget that guy. He didn't hit one from the halfway line. Well, close enough. <laughs> close enough. Anyway, right after this, we're going to have Love is Legendary Tales, uh, Denmark, nineteen ninety two. Euros, I'm quite excited about this one. You are, um, you are, what am I like? I was reading it next bit then. <laughs> we are going to be on with that, obviously, Love is Legend of Tales. This is your Manchester, your music. We are back. We are listening to Ian and Love It live on Manchester Radio. This is the Football Man Cave show. Um, if you missed anything or want to catch up on just the highlights we have a podcast going out last week we had a bit of a technical issue afterwards and um, we, we couldn't get the podcast out but this week fingers crossed we should be all right so wherever you get your podcast apple spotify um amazon i, I can't even think there's, there's these are there's loads of them anyway anywhere you get your podcasts uh, search the football man cave radio show and um it'll be up there so you can catch up this two hour show is condensed down without the music and you can have a a decent listen um and yeah, give us a cheeky five star rating as well if you fancy. Do you know what I mean? Cheeky five stars. Cheeky five star. Um, right, love it. What we at? Where are we going? Uh, because it's the Euros, I thought I'd keep all of the while the Euros are on. What we got a month of the Euros, yeah. so I thought, why don't um, I hit everybody with some um, tales and stories from uh, Euro Championships? So the first one I'm going with is Euro '92, uh, and it's the Denmark. Um, well, the the what would I call it? The the rise of Denmark in, yeah. within that tournament. Um, it's fitting as well because of what happened with Christian Eriksen yeah, yeah. over the weekend. Uh, I mean, me and you was was chatting while we was watching that, weren't we? Yeah, and it was it mad. Was just, that weren't it? it was a mad mad situation. Yeah, and I'm 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 just glad that is. I think I don't. Like, it's crazy because I, I don't think there was a single person that wasn't like hoping that this kid was all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I I've never even with the Moamba one. Um, when Moamba was at uh, the Bolton, Bolton with Moamba, it didn't it didn't shake me that much. Like, no, well, that I was think because you've seen it as well, and obviously you sort of seen him. And when I seen him on the floor, yeah, I was like, wow, this, yeah. it looked it looked bad, didn't it? And yeah. I was just thinking, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You might Still just recording? Cut it. It. Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut the because sh- yeah. the guy cut looks it. like he's he's done. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. if it is yeah. that case, cut it off. But obviously yeah. they were just kept <laughs> showing it, and I think it's like car crash TV, but. Yeah. Fair yeah. play to Denmark's players, obviously building did, that yeah, shield up and yeah. So I thought, I thought just touching on the history of that of of the of that country, that nation within football, and the ninety Euro ninety two is significant mainly because they won it. Yeah, and it, that's not. It might not sound crazy to most uh, people that are listening, 
Uh, but what was crazy about it was they didn't qualify. Yeah, not do so. Yeah, at default, they didn't. They didn't qualify. What happened was uh, in the in the qualifiers, um, it, they got to uh, a knockout uh, and they didn't beat Yugoslavia. So Yugoslavia was tipped to go through. Right. Uh, so Yugoslavia was in Group A uh, or Group One because it was just Group One, Group Two back then. So, so there wasn't there wasn't many teams. There's only eight teams in it, um, and. <laughs> because of Yugoslavia, um, like cheating, match fixing stuff that they that they'd done, uh, what they what they had to do was they had to suspend them from the tournament, so they banned them from the tournament. And then they said, "Who can we put in?" And it was well, Denmark was the team that they lost to, so it's only fitting that we put Denmark Should, into in, yeah. into the tournament. And while this was going on, it was a week before the tournament was due to start. <laughs> two <laughs> two weeks, and then a week before the tournament was due to start. So all the Danish players was on holiday. Yeah, they've all chipped off. Yeah, they've, they've, they've all got a summer off. Yeah, they've all gone on holiday. Um, so you've got your key, your real key players like your, your Laudrup brothers, Peter Schmeichel, all them guys, Jansen. Uh, they, they're all away on holiday, and then um, so they've been told that they've they've been told right the tournament. You're in the tournament, boys. Yeah. Get yourselves ready. All the fans are getting excited. Get They're buying tickets. Back, back get so the, the squad got told, and with it, out of the two Loudrup brothers, uh, Michael Loudrup decided not to go. Did it? Because he was like, I've, I've got, I finished my, I finished my I've season. Got, I've got two weeks in Benidorm. I, I finished my season. I'm a Barcelona <laughs> legend, mate. I'm still in Benidorm. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if it was in Benidorm <laughs> or not, which just sounds funny. We're still in Benidorm, uh, and and um, I, I'm, I don't fancy coming back home, and we're rubbish like right. we're not going to win it anyway yeah, yeah. like there, there was there, there was his words like well, I'm going to win it anyway and it's just going to be yeah. when I need to rest my legs so they've, they've brought them in uh, what I'll do is I'm going to I'm going to tell you who was in the group first and then I'm going to read the squads out and then I'm going to tell you how the fixtures went and how, how it all unfolded so from this this country this nation not being entered well they, they didn't make it into the tournament so it was like uh, maybe like Republic of Ireland they didn't make it into yeah. this, this year's Euros but by default they get brought in and then they end up winning it so uh, in, in group one uh, was Sweden Denmark France and England uh, in group two was the Netherlands Germany Scotland and CIS do you know who they are? Uh, CIS? no me either <laughs> oh, tell me. I'll tell you. CIS, no. Uh, so, think it is. Yeah. Czech so, Republic, no. It, it may, it may be, it may be. I'll Google that while you're carrying on. Cool. So, uh, in in that group, uh, in the group that Denmark was in, it was like the group of death because you had England, France, and Sweden. Uh, Sweden were the host nation, so it was held at Sweden. So there was a lot of hope for those. Uh, and England uh, coming off the back of uh, World Cup, Italia United because this was the Euro 92. So we got into the semi-finals of that and we know know the story of that. And France are, are always unreal. France are France. <laughs> so France have never been never been bad. So before uh, I, I break the games down and stuff, I'm going to read some of the squads out to you. So what England's squad consisted of was Chris Woods, Keith Curl, Stuart Pearce, Martin Keown, Des Walker, Mark Wright, David Platt, Trevor Stephen, uh, Nigel Clough, Gary Lineker, uh, Andy Sinton, Carter Palmer, Nigel Martin, Neil Webb, Paul Merson, Alan Smith, Tony Daly, David Batty and Alan Shearer. So it wasn't a bad squad. Uh, France had the likes of Laurent Blanc, Didier Deschamps, Jean-Pierre Papin, um, all, all of the, Remy Gard, Eric Cantona was in that squad. Uh, it, uh, Sweden, we probably don't know any of those, so we're going to skip past the Sweden squad. Um, and then in... It's Russia, in it? 
It is rushing. Yeah, hey. I'm, I'm trying to read through it, and it's it's pretty nah, it's confusing. Russia. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's Russia. It's turned into Russia. Yeah. So from what I can gather. Yeah. So it, just just putting into context, there was in there was in a, a a tough group with a group with some real good world yeah. class players in it. Uh, Denmark had Peter Schmeichel, who had just only been at United for one year. So pe- we only. Us UK, uh, we'd only discovered who Peter yeah, Schmeichel yeah. was. Yeah, we didn't know much yeah. about him. Uh, uh, who else have we got in this squad? Jan Mol- uh, Johnny Molbe, not Jan Molbe. Uh, Brian Laudrup, the other Laudrup didn't go. Michael Laudrup didn't go. Uh, Henrik Larsson, but not the Henrik Larsson we know, the Sweden Henrik, Hen- Henrik Larsson. Um, so th- it was Peter Nilsson as well. He's a good player. So there's, there's only a handful of guys who ended up making making a name yeah, for yeah. themselves the Loudrup brothers already had made a name for themselves Schmeichel was just coming into his own uh, at Manchester United so um, we we now go into the games so the first game um, Denmark's first game was against England and it was a nil-nil draw um, England was poor in this tournament it was it was a it was a shoddy tournament for England. They only scored one goal in a full tournament, uh, two goals in a tournament. Finished bottom of the group to France. Um, and what's crazier, crazier than anything is England was bottom, France come third. Did they? Yeah, Denmark come first, second, and Sweden, the home nation, come first. Um, so they even win group even. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't even win a group. And they had um, in the three games, uh, as I'm reading them out, the first game was a nil-nil draw. Uh, the second game they lost, right? Uh, because um, France and England lost one and drew one. All all Denmark needed was to beat France on the last game. That's all they needed. If they right. beat France, they get out of the group and, and they get into the knockouts. So uh, they played France. John Pierre Papin obviously scored, uh, but Larsen and Elstrup scored for Denmark and they won two. Uh, they won two one. Schmeichel making some key saves. He was like yeah. the, the top player of the tournament. Um, in the other group was the Netherlands, Germany, Scotland and Russia, CIS, who we now know is Russia. Um, and Netherlands was top, Germany comes second. So into we go into the knockout stages. So is that just two, two yeah, teams? So two, two so groups. basically straight into the semis? Two groups of four, wow. straight into the semis. So as now, we've got, what is it, the, the 28 teams in it now? I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I think it was 16 before this. Yeah. So they've, it's, it's evolved yeah. as time's gone. I think it's going to eventually end up as 32. Like I, just, I like it nice and small, me. I think all the top teams, the same with Champions League, I was saying the other week, yeah. should just be the top teams. Yeah. I think it made for a better tournament. Well, uh, it, well, this one seems like it is a really like good Austria tournament. Austria-Macedonia is today. Yeah. Pointless. Well, I liked it. Oh, it was a good game. A good but, game, yeah. yeah but well, <laughs> but no, we'll get into that after. <laughs> um, so w- within that group, Netherlands had w- beaten Scotland. Scotland finished third in the group, um, and and didn't get get through. Scotland was like serial uh, tournament attenders up until that point, up wasn't until. they? Yeah. Um, and then we go into the knockout stages. So uh, Netherlands versus Denmark is the semi-final. Uh, Sweden, Germany. Germany smashed Sweden three two. Well, it's not really smashing, but they beat Sweden three two, um, and Just. then with the Netherlands and Denmark, that's two all. It goes into extra time, uh, and it's a penalty shootout. So the Netherlands had your Burkamp, your right guard. So this was like it was a top a top Holland team. side, yeah. 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 Um, so penalties went to penalties. Uh, Ronald Koeman scored. Van Basten missed. Schmeichel save. Yeah. Dennis Burkamp scored. Right guard scored, and Wishdag scored as well. Uh, Larson. Paulson, Elstrup, Vilfoot, and Christoph. Never heard of them ones, have you, no. mate? I could tell by your face. <laughs> no. 
So uh, they, they scored all five uh, and then went into the final. The final was Denmark versus Germany. Prediction. Oh, prediction. Guess. It's not prediction because it's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what score do you think? Denmark wins, obviously. Yeah. What score do you think that was? I, I actually don't know it. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to penalties. Nope. No. Outright win Denmark 2-0. 2-0. Scored in the 18th minute and the 78th minute. Wow. It was a dominant performance and it made the Germany side look average. Yeah. Yeah. Dominant, dominant performance. Um and then they went on they went on to lift the trophy and become the become the European champions and a club that had, uh, a nation that shouldn't even have uh, entered it. That, yeah. And I don't think even as I mean we're going to I'm going to do uh, the Greece one yeah, next yeah. next week. But even though that was like Greece uh, how have they pulled that out of the bag? Like, this is more remarkable. Yeah. Because they shouldn't have been in the tournament. No. Because, nope. yeah, well because somebody it. else was bad. Oh, did something, did something dodgy. These guys could, was all on holiday. And you've got to think as well, obviously, players, they've, they've cut off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're done now. Well, so that, that's mentally, part of, yeah, well, that's, that's part of the reason why uh, Michael Laudrup said, uh, I don't I don't want it. He said, I've, I've switched off now. I've been, I've been drinking. For a, for a week and a half, two weeks straight, you're not going to get the best out of me, so yeah. I'm not coming. And like, missed out on a European medal. So I, I've all the stuff he won, Barcelona. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know what have, I mean. He could have had that. Yeah, yeah. The Barcelona amount of times I've heard on podcasts and stuff where a team's gone away and a a good booze up for a week, and then like like West Brom's probably the f- most famous one, and then s- the second half of the season oh, they've really? absolutely smashed it, <laughs> like. <laughs> Best thing for it's, you. Well, the mad thing is, is team bonding. Yeah. They always say, I, I, I've been watching, um, you know, the road trip with Michael Richards and Roy Keane. Oh, yeah. Right, so. So good. Uh, and they say, like, if a team's struggling on it at the bottom of the division and, and they need to get a bit of morale, go, paintballing, <laughs> go, yeah. go bowling or paintballing <laughs> and have, have a curry and have a few beers. And it usually brings morale up. Yeah. And that's what seems to happen. Yeah. Like, you go out and do a, have a bit, a bit of a social. I know. And then, and then they're good to go. But I just thought that this. This competition was was the craziest. If you ever, uh, there's a documentary on the BBC, and you should find it on the iPlayer. I'm guessing. If, if uh, dig it out and have a look at it, and just listening to the players talk, these these Danish players, yeah. and even the Louder, one of the Loudrup brothers saying like he didn't even want to come. He was too busy enjoying his holiday. Like there was moaning that he was getting dragged out oh. of the holidays to come and play. Yeah, there was even, I bet they weren't a couple they, of weeks later, were they? Exactly. Well, there, there was even contemplating because the players said no the first time taking the twenty ones. The under twenty ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to convince them. That is mad. That's a good story. That one, I like that one. So I say Greece next. That was a good one. I vaguely remember that one. Yeah, the summer of two thousand. They they pulled out some stops in that tournament, by the way. Highly intoxicated that summer. I do remember (laughs) because it was gorgeous. Like the weather (laughs) were perfect all the way through. Right, um, we're gonna play Kid British lost in London, and then we're gonna be having a general chat about Euro twenty twenty. Manchester Radio. Right, last bit of the first half. You are listening to Ian and Lovey on Manchester Radio. Um, Euro 2020, what have you made of it so far? I'm enjoying it, love it. I love just watching as many games as possible. Yeah, I, I think, well, I sent you that. Was it you that said, did I send it to you? Yeah, yeah, because that's what I've been yeah. referring to yeah. all the way through. So it's like... To a, usually I just get the app for someone or just like I send yeah. the wall chart or something. Yeah, so like I, I, fill I, it out. I sent you over um, like a, a template of, yeah. of the games that somebody sent me in, in the team and um, it's got all the games uh, for the group stages, so two o'clock kickoffs. Uh, you, you, the, every day there's a two o'clock 
5 p.m. and then an 8 p.m. game. It's just good timing, that. Mate, unreal. I, and, and I just, I think they've all been decent matches. To be yeah. fair, don't think there's, a, there's been a boring match up to now. Who's impressed you? Uh, player or team? Team. Ooh, uh, Holland. I know they conceded two goals. Yeah. But people haven't got good. These people have got like real low hopes for them. Like when yeah, I was. But li- they always do, though. To be fair, don't they? Yeah. I, when when they was chatting, the pundits was chatting in the in the game. I felt a little bit sorry for Nigel De Jong because Gary Neville was tearing him to shreds. Was he? <laughs> he was saying like, oh, they're not really that good. I don't think they'll do well in this game. I think they'll struggle to get out of the group. They've not really got. They, they've not really got much uh, going forward. Like. I just thought, wow. Um, an interesting fact about Holland, actually. So, um, De Boer's taken back up, taken over. Yeah, I was quite shocked at that. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he, obviously, well, to be fair, when De Boer was at Ajax, Ajax were unreal. Were they? Yeah, mate, challenged for, they won the league every year, uh, challenged in the Champions League really well. Do you reckon people just go off this Crystal Palace race? Inter Milan first. So then he, he left and went to Inter Milan. Right. And he lasted eight, seven months. And then um, it just went pear shaped for him. The players just—I I don't know—his regime must be different because because he's so used to because Ajax and, and and clubs around Holland they really do work with a, the youth, yeah. young players, bring them up and then sell them on. And I think that he's just didn't work. And yeah, but he's gone in and, and he's 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 been like a father figure. And, and when you're going into elite level footballers, I think it's a little bit different. So when he went to Inter Milan, it just didn't work. The, the players just didn't get on with him. And then he's gone to. Uh, Crystal Palace and I think that that was a bad move on his part he shouldn't have gone there because they want they taken him on to to play expansive football yeah. but didn't give him no money didn't give him no he didn't have players that Crystal could do Palace. that <laughs> exactly and, um, and and I think that it's just it, it was a mad struggle for him and then he's, he's got that record still holding over his yeah. head hasn't he where he didn't win he didn't get, like that didn't get a, a goal or a point in seven games or something, yeah something ridiculous but it'll and go over your head. That tainted him then. Yeah, 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 it did. And then, and then he's because Kuman left and took the Barcelona job. He's kind of got it by default. Yeah. Um, but he, he played different formations like three five twos and stuff like that. And um, all the Holland team usually when um, when a te- when when the fans pr- protest over something, it's it's over something massive. The the fans were getting banners and putting four three three on the banners. <laughs> yeah, that's what was love to play. Don't but it's Holland's formation, yeah, yeah. it's Holland's style of football. So Gary Neville was like saying the country want them to play four three three, but they haven't got no wingers. There's no good wingers. But um, and then to answer the second well, the second question, that I think you're probably going to ask who, which players impress me the most at the moment. Um, there's there's a player that plays for Holland on the right wing called Dumfries, and pff, I've never heard of him. I feel like I've seen him before, and I googled him before, and he's played for PSV. Um, so I don't know if I've just seen him. If if United have played him, you've probably not. seen him on FIFA or something. Probably. Yeah, but I was I, impressed with Lawrence and Anderlecht when we played <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> but honestly, he's, um, yeah, just unreal. Looks like good. He, he was he was quick. He was busy. He was powerful. He he always looks to go forward. Like he was, it was spot. He was spot on. Um, so he, the team that impressed me, they, they looked all right. It was in front of their own fans, and they let it slip a little bit. Yeah, because they conceded two, but they pulled it back and got a third. But I can't I, believe I missed because obviously, as we said before, I'd been drinking, so I went to bed <laughs> early because I thought well, I don't want to be too rough on Monday. And I missed probably the best game at tournament so far yeah. with the old three-two. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good, and and it was nil-nil at half time. Yeah, and the goals just went flying. It, it was it was good, and and it, they looked like they wasn't as scared to attack. And that's why they conceded because even when they went two-nil up, they were still going forward. Yeah, and and I don't mind that. So yeah, uh, Holland and him from Holland has impressed me at the moment. Italy for me. Yeah, yeah, it, I it, really enjoyed watching Italy on Friday. Um, for the first time, 
yeah. ever, I think. Yeah, Mancini's a good coach, yeah. though. Like, I, I think people forget how good of a coach they've, they've he actually is. Good little players. The way they played, um, I can't remember the guy now, not Inzaghi. Insignia. Insignia, that, yeah. him, he impressed me. I think I think they'll go far, me. Yeah. Because I, th- I didn't realise as well, they're 28 games unbeaten. Yeah, well, this is... That's it's, a mad it's start. My, the, well, I tipped Turkey, didn't I? Yeah. And, and Turkey got got spanked off them yeah. but Tur- Turkey as well I, I, I was unbeaten up until the, coming up until the tournament yeah. do you know what I mean I think they lost the two friendlies but they, they rotated the squad but uh, them and Fran- them and Italy but both had really good records um, but uh, I, I still think Turkey will flip it I, I think that yeah I think I didn't see enough from them shell shocks they just look shell shocks yeah, I don't I know why shocked. they I don't know why they went def- well I do know why they went defensive because the manager probably studied Italy and thought yeah, these are all right. Yeah, but it, yeah, you, I think that's it because it was so early on. Italy, I've totally forget. forgot about yeah. that. But yeah, I wouldn't it, be Italy surprised was a if surprise. Italy can keep. I mean, they won't keep up that momentum, but I think they'll get semis. Yeah, if they if they're playing, if they can build on that, it's the first time they've scored over two goals as well, isn't it? Yeah, in a tournament. Yeah, did, which I, is a mad stat as well. Yeah, like, crazy. Yeah, three 0 Did Did you know that um, Spain squad? I haven't got a Real Madrid player in it for the first time ever. I think I think I did see that because obviously Ramos wasn't in. That's, mm. a, yeah, that's well, they're playing tomorrow. No, yeah. tonight they're playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah, against Sweden, eight o'clock. Yeah, then we've got two matches in that big group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. France, Germany, and Portugal, and Hungary. Yeah, yeah. That's a crazy. That's, who do you reckon is going to get? Quali- who do you think will qualify at them three? I told you last week. Yeah, well, um, I, I, I can remember that. Right, give me a second because I've jotted it down and I don't want to get it. I, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to say it wrong. I think personally, um, France and Portugal. You think France and Portugal? I think yeah, I, I put think Germany. I think I put France and Portugal. Do you honest. Yeah, I France. I put France and Portugal. I, I put France. Of Hungary, I, I put no. I put France. France top. Uh, Portugal second, then England top of our group, right. and England play Portugal next. That's what I put. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, people. A lot of people think uh, Portugal are going to win it again because uh, if you look at the squad, the squad is un- Squad's unreal. Good, but you look at France's squad. You look at the the squad France hasn't brought. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that says that. But it's all right. Having on paper, it yeah. needs to it needs to France gel are together. tidy though. Yeah, like I, I think in tournaments over the past what twenty years or so. Apart from that last Henri one, do you remember? Yeah, was it a World Cup that when they didn't get a single point? No. They got knocked out in the group yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, because they all protested. Didn't they? Yeah, there was yeah, like loads going yeah. on. But um, yeah, I, I think I think France. There's there's a, there's a few that you'd look at and go, yeah, they they're half decent. They, they've got a good chance. Yeah. France are definitely one of them. Like they, they create a lot. They're, they're a fast. They're a Premier League team. Yeah. France. That's how you look at. Them. And Pogba they're, they're will, will turn into the world class player everybody it, talks about. The thing is, is and this, I think this is. Um, I, I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. I was going to say I think this is a. I think it's a good thing. But yeah. you you decide. Um, these a lot of a lot of foreign players, a lot of European, especially South American uh, and, and African players, they live to play for the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I, all about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about it. Doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, nothing nothing else compares to them playing for their country. Yeah. And and the French players are exactly like that. That's why you see a totally different Pogba than the Pogba that you watch every week yeah. at Manchester United. To be fair though, the second half of this season, Pogba's been like, yeah, he's been good, like French level, you know, like yeah. French international level. I, I don't think you get that as much with the England players, but it, I, I like the way Southgate but builds builds that and he's trying to get them yeah. to you know what I mean because like you wouldn't maybe five years ago you wouldn't have seen a Sterling do, doing what he did yesterday no. grafting coming back winning tackles in the at, at the edge of the box and stuff like that like it's, he's um, really got them working for each other hasn't he? I th- I, well, I said 
I actually said it yesterday. I think Southgate is is at the moment the perfect guy for England. Yeah. Like he's over his past couple of years, whenever when he came in, everyone was like, "Oh, but his pedigree." You know what I mean? You know, obviously, under under twenty ones, they do under eighteens as well. I think. I think so, mate. Did, what he did so for Middlesbrough, took Middlesbrough to the semi the yeah. final of the UEFA Cup. I think people just underestimate him, but he's he's got that background. But I think it's because of the name, and that's what it's stupid. You now, Gareth Southgate, you are. <laughs> Because like, it's that guy that missed the yeah, penalty in the Euros. Passed it to the keeper. Yeah. But, um, Pizza advert. I know. Yeah, yeah. Remember <laughs> that? Jesus. That was crazy. Yeah. I, I hope. I mean, obviously, it's it's class that it's like, obviously, England are playing in England as well. So mm. just feels a little bit different. It's the first one I've got giddy for for ages. A long time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the first time watching it in a pub for, in, a, in the past couple yeah. of tournaments. I, I, can't wa- I can't watch big games with people. Can you not? I have to sit and watch it myself. I know that you invited me around, but. I, just, I can't pardon me again because I, li- I like to <laughs> I like to um, I, I do I like I like to, I like to sit watch it and yeah. study the game That's I, I like love the atmosphere I can't I'm do all about it the, yeah. well, like the, the beers and the banter and just like getting involved and hopefully just climbing on everybody <laughs> just getting fully on it um, right this is the first half of the show we're, we're at the end we're going to go into um, 15 minute half times of song requests and then we have the socials or anything you want to have a chat about, uh, any reaction from the Euros, any predictions, let us know. It's Football Man Cave right across uh, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're going to have a couple of adverts and then crash straight in to, I think, let's have a look. We're going to go into Food Fighters. Happy days. You're listening to the Football Man Cave Radio Show, live from the city of the footballing universe, Manchester. Yes, we are welcome to the second half of the Football Man Cave Show. We are live on Manchester Radio. I am Ian. This is Lovey. Hello. Hello, hello. Right, decent little half-time tracks there. We've got some questions. Euro-related, I feel like this will be the theme for the next couple of weeks four to five weeks hopefully we'll be talking England all the way through it as well <laughs> uh, first question can England win it uh, yeah I think so I do yeah I think we'll win it well I think we've got the potential to win it that, that's that's the thing in it the potential I think yesterday was the perfect performance I'd rather it be really slow coming out the blocks a bit of a nick a 1-0 win just get that three points under the belt and then start to build momentum because I think most teams when you're see who wins it they never start off like straight out the I think, out the bat, I think that's the first win in the in a group in the first group game win for England in a long time I think I've well. heard it for, yeah. yeah I think ever ever is I it think ever, ever yeah. even, even when we won it in 6-6 the World Cup I don't know I don't know if it was just maybe in the Euros might be sure. Euros might we'll be Euros stat check that we'll have to yeah. have a look but yeah I think England's good I mean I'd, I've always said and these are my two things with football I'd, back in the day I'd love to have watched United win Champions League and I'm fortunate enough to see him win it twice my second thing was England to win a major tournament if I could see a Euro, more, more so a Euro win could we never won it mm. I'd love to see it. I mean the World Cup obviously is like yeah. the pinnacle but just to see him win a tournament I'd be like boom, box box ticked I'm done yeah. <laughs> I'm retiring from watching football <laughs> that's it over yeah um, yeah I think they've got the potential I think they'll just like if it's just sounds dead cliche. I can't believe I'm going to say it, but it like they'll end up beating themselves. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? They'll get into a game where I think it was Croatia in 
semi-final. The last one. Yeah, yeah. In the World Cup semi-final. Uh, Iceland in the Euros. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just beat themselves. Like, just work themselves up to a point where... Um, Do you know Kane, just, not squaring it to Sterling, still plays on my mind weekly? Yeah. No word of a lie. Every single week, I just think, why did he not square it? Yeah. Every week, it just pops into my head. Ran, I could be spraying a, f- a fence panel or just like... Just changing a tap and I'm like, I don't understand why I didn't square that. And then obviously we're seeing it loads now, aren't we? Because yeah, obviously yeah. Croatia playing yesterday. Yeah. Like we're seeing it level and I'm thinking, still don't understand why I didn't square it. A greedy <laughs> little sod. Yeah, I do. I do. F- I do think that I, I do think we've we've got a good chance of winning it. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Um, after Scotland, obviously they lost two 0 today against yep. Czech Republic. Uh, do you think they can qualify? For the first time ever, because they've never been past group stages. Never ever been past group stages. It's crazy yeah. that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Never ever been out. Of, like it's funny because when I was watching it today, um, one of the pundits said like they could be the greatest Scottish national side in yeah. history if they get out of the group stages. It's just mad. <laughs> yeah. He's so like, but that game today, like they started off well, and then it looked like the the atmosphere, like as as the game went on, the atmosphere started to kill them a little bit. Like the fans start to be the oh. expectations, uh, like expectations of like like the size when yeah. a pass didn't go in the right place or when they scored when the opposition scored that yeah. was it. I mean, they they tried to g the crowd tried to g them up as soon as that goal went in, like but then it just went quiet. But went before the game started and at the game kickoff, it was loud. I mean, it was twelve thousand fans in there. It sounded like it was sixty thousand yeah. fans in there. Do you know what I mean? Plus, and as well, the the pure pressure on Scotland because obviously they're not qualified for God knows how long. They've um, they're at home. You've got crowds backing after playing. Like people haven't been in grounds for a year, so that expectation and everyone's talking like this is the best squad we've had for God knows how long. This is the team that, like I say, can create Pressure. history. And yeah, you must well, that's, thinking, that, was the f- that was the that was the first game that's been allowed to be watched by spectators in Scotland. Is it? That was the first one, right? Yeah. So like that's what I mean. Jumping um, at a bit as well. Then, yeah, it? they will have been, but. Uh, I think that and Darren Fletcher was on the punditry and he was saying like like just get behind them like just like we I mean you can lose the first it's a lo- game it's a loss yeah, yeah it's a loss it's a loss but we don't want to dwell on that no. because we'll just we've got England next and I think that they'll that will be a different a, a, a different game totally it's gonna it's gonna be like a Millwall West Ham yes yeah, like, a proper derby yeah, yeah that's what and it's, it's gonna a be com- like. and that one for me all form goes out the window yeah. Because it's England versus Scotland. Do you remember the last time? Tournament? Remember last time they played against each other? What happened yeah. at Hampden Park? No, oh no, I thought you meant in Euro '96 when. No, no, no. no. Like so, the last time yeah. England and Scotland played, it, it was neck and neck. Yeah, it ended up three-two England, didn't it? Yeah, and yeah, um, last minute, like that. I uh, oh, it's called Griffiths, Celtic player. Yeah. scored two screamers, free kicks. Good ones. Yeah. yeah, and that that was that was not a great Scotland side, and that was an England side that was like. Right, we're Scotland pushing. As well, you, you just play that like patriotic card, don't you? Because obviously they are underdogs compared to mm. England. Mm. They'll gee them right up. England shouldn't go into that match thinking it's an easy three points. No, England needs to be like Th- we're going to war. This with is Scotland. This is this is the <laughs> biggest game that most of them Scotland players will yeah, ever yeah. play at Wembley against England while the stadium's got fans in it. Yeah. Like that, that will be that'll be the pinnacle for some of their their careers. Yeah, like. Do you know what I mean? It's just so. a shame you can't have away fans because obviously the atmosphere would have been absolutely electric. Yeah, it's it's them moments, isn't it? Where you just wish. <laughs> Do you think there won't be some there? Well, there'll be a few. <laughs> there'll be a few jobs knocking them out, definitely. So, but yeah, I do. I do think that. Uh, do I think they, they'll get out the group? 
Because Czech Republic looked good. Did they? Yeah, they looked good. And I caught a bit of um, a bit of the match this afternoon. I was doing a little bit of work, so I didn't catch looked, it fully. They look good. Did they? Yeah, they look. They, they look like they've finished chances. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've got a big. Do, they've got a big, big side, and they, they was looking at like flooding the ball down, like flooding the ball into the box, getting it down the flanks, whipping balls in. Yeah. Played to strength. That's what they do. Uh, next one, top scorer. Uh, I think I, I've I've gone dark horse, haven't I? Yeah, you have. Because uh, there's al- always every unless unless uh, closer and b- the Brazilian Ronaldo are playing in your tournaments, <laughs> <laughs> them are the two that usually get it. Uh, but I, I've gone Arnautovic from yeah. Austria. Looked like he came on for the last twenty minutes, but he looked sharper than I've ever seen him. Like very very sharp, like angry. Like, pro- I was gonna like say, ready to prove a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, obviously, for a striker, that's like that's exactly how you want your striker yeah, he to was, be. He'd scored his goal, and then they they got another chance where where one of the players was coming down the left hand side. He was in the box waiting for it squared, and he was like the lad. He didn't he didn't pass. He hit it wide or whatever, and he was angry. Like he was a, he scored his goal. He was angry. They didn't pass yeah, to him. Yeah, remember he was the kick because then he ended up bending over a bit. And I thought, is he gassed is out? He injured? Yeah, yeah, he gassed <laughs> himself. Been on. Like, I, I think he's he'd be because he's, he's he's a good player. He's got he it all. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got it all in. He's like left foot, right foot, headers. When he was at that that season, he had that West Ham uh, before he went to China for the money. Yeah, um, he's was like I think United. Usually was looking at him. Yeah, he was we were, just. We He's just a, he's just a beast of a player. Do you know what I mean? Well, Mourinho said then it was it him. Mourinho said it in some Milan. Yeah, one of the best players, if his head was right. Yeah, he's 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 really really good, fast, strong, powerful, can score all different types of goals. Um, you've gone for Lukaku. I reckon old Romelu will I, smash I think, it. I think I always go. I always go for a, like a, a, a an underdog or a dark horse, but I think he's the ne- he's, he's, he's he can just score it. goals. Yeah, like you look at his record. Obviously, United, everyone dogged him a bit, but he scores goals. I I can't believe that he left the way he left at United. Yeah. Because that was crazy. That because if you look at his if you look at his stats, like he was he was averaging a goal every two yeah. games, but people was people was on his touch. Yeah. Like have you some of the some of the play that he does now? Like he gets the ball, he'll dribble round one or two. He's sliding people in to finish yeah. chances. He's plucking the ball from the air. Like I, I don't know why United fans turned on him, but you turned on him and then you left Ante Marshall yeah. alone. Like like for me, Ante Marshall's got all the ability in the world to be a top class player. But he's I, just not got the I mentality. I had a disagreement yesterday about Anthony Marshall. I feel like, well, well, I read that he's on transfer list. I was like, good, get rid of him because I can't stand him. He's just he's lazy. He just can't. He just can't be bothered. No. Yeah, it looks like he can't be bothered. When he's on it, he's got everything. Ev- yeah, he's so class. When it, it's when he's on it, that's the only thing. Yeah. And he, you just look, I'd rather have Cavani and Greenwood up front because you're not getting the sniffing, Marshall. Go, going back to that question uh, that somebody's asked in about the um, top goal scorer. A lot of people would have put Lewandowski down, yeah, uh, solely because he scored forty-one goals in a <coughs> what in a eighteen league, eighteen-team league season. Yeah, uh, so that's less than thirty-eight games. I don't know what it is, 34, 32. Um, uh, he scored forty-one goals, got the record in the history um, for in German football. We just watched Poland there. No, not is it? Nah, that's what's that's, that's what kills him, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. being in, in a international side like that no like disrespect but yeah. it, at club level you've 
he's got get, elite he's, players. Well, it's, it's like being in City. Like you, you play at City, you, you, you put a, uh, know, put a, a top championship striker in City's front line. He's getting a couple of goals. Yeah. Season. Like you don't have to be a world class player, no. world class goal scorer to get. You just need to be around the box. You've just, you just got to be busy and, and, and get in the right places. I tell you, with me as as a dark horse. For me, would be Cristiano Ronaldo. As a Ronaldo's always up there, always up there. Um, like, because I, I feel like this is going to be his last Euros, mm. pr- presumably. He takes he's, all the penalties, free kicks, all the shots. Yeah, no one else is allowed to, to pr- shoot. Pr- to prove, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And he's he's obviously got absolute ballers all around him. Yeah. So Ronaldo might be a little cheeky shout. I think they'll play a little bit different than what everybody expects as well. Yeah. Like I think they'll play balls into the box, Edders, because he can he he can get up. Yeah. Can't he? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's I think you'll be surprised with the way they play. They're very. It's mad with, with the Portuguese because they're a very aggressive football team. But you associate them like Brazil, where they're more technical. Yeah. But, but they're not. No, like they're, they're totally, they're like Argentina's like that. You, you associate Argentina with. I love Argentina football. defenders, mate. Yeah. Just Sunday league tackles. Both love like a tackle, don't they? They're, they're, they're tough players. Yeah. Argentinians. Yeah. Argentinians, Uruguayans, um, and, and and the Portuguese kind of fall in that category. I mean, they've got Pepe at the back. 30, 30, 38 years old <laughs> animal by the way like yeah. he's just, just he's an playing animal playing at Porto now yeah, yeah. who did well. he have in his back pocket in the um, in the Champions League oh I, I can't, can't remember, remember who it was now but he, he had, he had a top some, yeah he had some. a top he, he had a top player in his back pocket just volleying <laughs> him all over the place he's like you, you, you love to hate that guy he, but he's top class yeah next one Southgate as a club manager would you take him and say no, stay at England because I want England to win somewhere. <laughs> I think I think he's spot. I think he'd be he's spot on as an international manager. Mate. I think some managers are like that, aren't they? Like, yeah. Obviously, the the, the part time, so not but you know, part not, time. But I mean, like, you know, it's not like every single. It's not week in. Week Give him out. a bell and tell him that he's part time. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like you every single week you get your plays. I know obviously he does a lot of stuff, other stuff, but it's not club management. And yeah. I think some some managers are that level, and obviously some managers prefer at international level. And for me. Like I say, we, we did obviously allude to what he did with Middlesbrough, mm. but um, I think obviously international management's working for him. So, uh, would I take him at United? Probably not. No, he's um, he's yeah. I think he's just doing a great job with the with group of players that he's got. He's got time. Yeah. that's what he's got, and I, that's what I. Um, you can assess a little bit more, I presume, at international level. Cause obviously, he's out watching the match. Doing a lot of watching. Yeah, doing a lot, yeah. You, you can just sort of assess. You can see, obviously. You've, He's watching different players, different matches, sometimes on the same yeah. day and stuff like that. So for him, he's building a massive portfolio of. Yeah, what I happens. think as well to be a good international manager, you only get the players for a short period yeah. of time. And it always blows my mind a bit that like, how can you implement the style so quick? But this is the thing: look at who he's managed. So he's managed the under twenty ones, so he knows them already. Yeah. So he's look at the players. And when he, he when he come in, he was mad on bringing you through. Yeah. Well, look at the players that he's brought through. Everyone, most of them, the majority of them, have all come through from playing for him at the under 21s yeah and they've won an under 21 tournament with him so like that and that togetherness and that building like you said how in two weeks can you get people to adhere to the the style of football you want to play he's been doing it since he was 17 18 yeah. 19 years old so that works i think the reason why uh low at germany has been their manager for so long is because he did exactly the same that's what they did they found the under 21 manager they moved them up they got the group of players i remember when they did it um, they said it doesn't matter if these young players are playing week in week out they're going to be the new German national yeah. side and they put them all into the German Plus it instills hey, confidence yeah. instills confidence in the kids because the kids are like sweet but if, if you if you bomb in your first Euro- European Championships or your first World Cup then 
four years later, well, two years later, because they're, they're four years apart, but they're every two years yeah. for us. They've got more experience. They've got two years older. That's how. That's international football. That's yeah. how it works. That's Somebody how it said this day at Bunditry, like, it's a blessing that it's this year. It's been yeah. a year on because we've had another year of maturity for these yeah. England players. For these young England players. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, really, two more left. Who do you think will win? It's completely. Yeah, I know we just said we think England will win. Yeah, yeah, we think England, England will win. England will win, but <laughs> I actually think Italy will win. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and I think Belgium. I think Italy England final. That's what I'm going to go for, mate. Can can it can it reach that? I have no idea, mate. I've not gone into the depths like you. I have no idea. I was hoping you'd shine a light on it, but All right, um, I'm going to go Italy England final. Yeah, I think Lukaku top scorer. If, In fact, half seven. What's the date? 14th. There's my prediction. If that comes in and I've not had a better net of a few. We should put one on. But yeah, I, I, I think Belgium. I do think Belgium. I know, yeah. I know the tips as one of the favourites, but when I watched them the other day, they, they've shown you why the tips as the favourites. You, they, they, you can see why they're the, um, they're the world's best international side. They've, just got, they've got class all over. We yeah. were saying, weren't we, just, uh, just at half-time, that Eden Hazard didn't get in the team. No, um, the De- Brian is still in. Though is it Elderveld and um, yeah, Zongen? Yeah, two, two, like five or something, thirty-six. Like they're knocking on, aren't but they? They've but they've played together for years. Yeah, that, that's you know and I mean? that's the thing, isn't it? You have that chemistry together in mm. have a defence and the middle they, front, they, whatever they, it is. They, they played together at Tottenham. They was together there for a few years. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, and they play in the international, so they, they they can come in and out and just do the they same just, job. They just know, don't they? Yeah. Last question: Do you prefer watching on BBC or ITV? It's all about the pundits, really, and the commentators, isn't it? But uh, I think um, ITV for the pundits, yeah, but BBC for the presenter because I like Gary Lineker. Yeah, Gary Lineker is the best presenter, even though he's doing a doing a year out. He's like a uni kid, and he's yeah, doing a year out to watch Leicester. Um, travel Europe and that man. Yeah, but uh, I th- I think that the the pundits on ITV are better. I always, I've always just preferred watching on BBC, me. Have you? Don't know why. Because there's no adverts. Probably. <laughs> probably that. Alex Scott is on there as well. She, she's all right. <laughs> but I just, um, I don't, I've always preferred watching on BBC. Have you? I, I always feel like it's slicker and, and and smoother on BBC. I don't know why. I have a bit of beef with ITV. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> just one of them channels that I never watch. Yeah. Ever. Because I, 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 um, ITV have got Keen. Um, I love Keen. They've got Keen, yeah. right. Uh, Gary Neville's on there. They've got Nigel. Gary De- Neville's starting to be my head in battle. Yeah, he does head in. Nigel De Jong. They've got Patrick Vieira. They've got some top. They've got some top pundits. They've got some funny ones. Uh, whereas BBC have got pretty much the BT guys. But, I mean, I don't and, mind watching and Ma- BT. And, and Micah Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we were watching that Richards and Keane to Wembley five episodes. It was. Unreal. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that was good. Probably one of the best things I've seen up to now. I, th- I think you, you see like the proper Roy Keane as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 short, sharp, like witty. Just, yeah. Opens up a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. Right. Ian's pub quiz coming up next. You ready, lovey? You, you had a WhatsApp week last week. Yeah, but and, and I, I lost and I shouldn't have. Oh, you lost. You sh- <laughs> well, to be fair, you should have set up early and you could have been here. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll be playing Ian's pub quiz after the feeling without you. Manchester with love. There we go. Right. You're listening to Ian and Love It live on Manchester Radio. This is the Football Man Cave show. If you have missed any of this or you just want to catch up, you're not being able to catch the whole show, get our podcast highlight show, the Football Man Cave radio show, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it should be up 
Wednesday, I reckon. Maybe Tuesday, depends. But to be honest, it depends how quick I put it up. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give myself Wednesday. Why not? Right, you ready? Ian's pub quiz. Right, love it. Go on. You're all themed. Loosely. You're all themed. Joining at home, as always. Let us know your scores. No cheating. You win. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Question one. Name me the two players who top the European Championship scoring charts with nine goals each. Two players. Two players. I'm going to give you five seconds and give me your answer. You ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Do we have to answer after you've got to no. five? Right. Uh, I'll go um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. And... What's he called? Uh, Clivert? No. Oh. So, Ronaldo. Yeah, I've got a point. And Michel Platini. Oh, Platini. No, he was up there. And listen to this for a start. Michel Platini scored nine goals in five games in 1984. And then... Ronaldo took in 21. Yeah, yeah. 21 compared to five games. People... Yeah, Platini was unreal. Yeah. Unreal. That, and I think that was the only tournament he played in. Yeah. And just absolutely bossed it. Yeah, yeah. And his top scorer, obviously, Ronaldo, yeah. is now joint scorer and presumably will be out on his own after this one. Um, question two, easy one. Who are the U- current European champions? Portugal. Portugal, right. I didn't give you a countdown then, did I? No, but I didn't need it. That's oh, fine. Wow. I'll give you a countdown this one after five seconds. So you'd say you I'm count... I'm going to start from five and work down to one. And then I do the answer. Yeah. Give you a little bit of thinking time. Question three. Which team won back-to-back tournaments in 2008 and 2012? Five, four, three... Two, one. Spain. Spain. Quite surprised at that. That was a question because they won. Never won it before it. No. Never won anything before they won, it. Well, they won the Europe because they've won the European Championship three times. That was the second and third. Right. But they won 2008, then they won the World Cup 2010, Ten. and then 2012. And then they won yeah, that yeah, yeah. 2012. Because yeah. I thought it was, and, and I was with Shakes yesterday. 2010, 2012, it won back to back like, mm. like France did World Cup. Yeah, but no, they won three on the bounce. I was quite surprised. What a team that was! By yeah, the way. it was a Iniesta and um, Xavi at the yep. centre there, and David Silva. Unreal. Question four. Is that three points? Yeah. Three points. Let's make a note. Question four: Germany midfielder who played at Euro 2004. 2008, 2012, and 2016 ended his career with Chicago Fire. Five, four, three, two, one. Reyna. No. I don't know. I just made that name up. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I have a clue. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Oh, yeah, Schweinsteiger. Yeah, that's some. That's Forgot about him. 12, 12 years of your He went from United to Chicago Fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good what a player, by the way. Did nothing for United, no. but he was a good player. Question five. Ashley Cole is on the punditry for ITV, but which club did he have a loan spell for early on in his career? Fulham or Crystal Palace? Five, four, three, two, one. Fulham. Crystal Palace. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, I'd have gone Fulham, to be fair. I don't yeah. know why. I think it's because of Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea Fulham next door to each other. Ah, but he was at Arsenal, weren't he? Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. 
Over people, chat. You forget that, don't you? Question six. Three three points up to now, lovey. Bit rusty. Yeah. Should we go back to WhatsApp? <laughs> where you can Google answers first. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Which club currently has the sons of Dennis Burkamp, Dennis Wise, and Maurizio Pochettino on their books? Spurs or Watford? Five, four, three, two, one. Watford. Watford it is. It had to be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, I thought you, you may have gone that way, yeah. but you know. Yeah, all them three. I did I didn't know that to be fair. We're quite surprised. Back in the Prem as well then. We're quite surprised because you don't really hear much of Watford's You should see some of the young the young players they've got though. They've got a young Brazil young Brazilian up front. And they, they seem to get these young this young talent everywhere. They got the Corey, didn't they? They ended up going to Yeah, yeah. yeah and Richarlison. They're good with young talent. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, sure when you when you yeah, when you sort of jig the memory. Question seven, four points. Which player who would go on to play in England scored the Czech Republic's goal in the Euro '96 final against Germany? Karol Baborski or Patrick Berger? Five, four, three, two, one. Baborski. Patrick oh. Berger. Oh. He went on that basically sealed a move to Liverpool. I was, do you know Borussia what? Dortmund. When you were speak, when you were saying the question, I thought of Milan Barosh because of Liverpool. Ah, oh, did you? Yeah, and I thought Milan Barosh, and then I thought, and then you said Berger, and I thought, nah, that's too obvious. That. Um, well, Liverpool, hundred and forty-eight appearances, Portsmouth, Aston Villa, went on loan to Stoke City, and then um, finished his career off at Sparta Prague. He's class. Got him. Class player. Good question eight. Last question, this lovely. What man? How many? How many have I got? Four. Right. Valued at hundred and forty-four million on transfermarket.co.uk. Who is the most valuable player at this year's Euros? Five, four, three, two, one. Mbappe. Mbappe is. Gotta be. Yeah. I think he will be the world's greatest player. Do you reckon? I do. Honestly, and it's probably controversial, but when I watch him, me. I'm not overly blown away. Right, please just watch France then in this tournament. Mm, well, I'm going to anyway, <laughs> to be fair. He's but I just, I see that he's a good player, but I don't see the major hype about him. Mm. A bit like Grealish, when you know, everyone sees the yeah. hype and I don't. Yeah. Might be the only one. Let me know, actually, if, you, <laughs> if you're going to join me on this, because I don't want to be alone. <laughs> the football yeah. man cave across the socials. <laughs> but I just, when I see him, I think, yeah, he's decent, but I just don't see that massive hype. I just yeah. don't get it. I, I I think that when you when you watch him for a couple of games, you know me, I watch all the leagues. Yeah, like, when yeah. you watch him for a couple of games, you just see what he can, like what he does. I mean, when you watch him in the Champions League, nine times out of ten, us Brits are watching him in the last last the semi final or the quarter finals. Yeah, so true. it's a game where people are shutting shutting um, spaces down, man marking him and stuff. Um, before we stop this, mate, I've got a question for you. Oh, whoa! Hang on a minute. Go on. Because I just don't think you'll get any of them. But right, so there's ten. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You've named one. We've named two of them already in in the questions you've asked me. Right, so there's ten players that have scored six or more goals in the European Championships. Now, name them. I should know this because I was looking at the European Championships <laughs> got top scorers today. I can tell by the first question you asked. So them two, them two. Yeah. Um, who was it so there was obviously 
Platini, Ronaldo. Right, sweet. So you got two. Shearer. Yep. Um. Oh my god! I remember there was. We say six. Or say six above, five above. Six or more goals. Six or more goals. Oh, who's the one and eight? Lewandowski is he one? Nope. No. Closer. Nope. No. Um. I think closer to home. I want to say close to home. Lineker. Prem- Premier League. Nope. Premier League. Lineker. Well, I said Lineker. You yeah. said Premier League. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I, I didn't jot all these down today. Bergkamp. Nope. Is he not one? No. Come on, mate. Right. So I'm giving. I'm going to reel a few clubs out to you. This is why I do the quiz and not be the upper side. This is, well, I like to do this because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, Manchester United have got one, two, uh, three, three ex United players. Is there? Yes. Oh, I don't know. We'll go Rooney. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of a striker. So Mr. Roy? Yes. And That's five. Another striker for United. Is it a striker? Yeah, we talked about him off air before. Oh, did we? I can't remember that. Uh, uh, we talked about um, my the, my dark horse for being premier, um, for being a Euros top scorer. And out of it, Lukaku. No, and people no. people talk about. I would have thought Lukaku was in it. People talk about him being like the next version of that guy. United played at LA Galaxy. Plays for AC Milan. Oh, um, Ibrahimovic. Yep. So you've Ibramovic, got you've Ibramovic. got seven. Seven, right? Yeah. So you're missing. There's a, there's two players that have played for Barcelona on there. Um, old school Barcelona. What one's new school plays for the French national side? Benzema. Oh no. Oh no, he's Real Madrid, isn't he? Um I can't think. Who plays Griezmann? Yes. Griezmann. Yeah. Yeah, so you got eight. He you need two. Score last time. Yeah, you, need, that one. you need two more. Uh, one of them he he was Dutch international. He played he's played for Barcelona. Yeah. He's played for Newcastle United. I'm selling him short when I've put Newcastle in the mix, but I just thought you think you'd have said Cliver. No, you haven't, but you just have now. I said Cliver. You didn't say Cliver. Sure, I did. <laughs> you know I'm going to listen back to this and find out what, if I did one, or not. We've got one more. One more. One more. Now, uh, Ar- Arsenal, legend. And you've said Burkamp. Omri. Yeah. Yeah. So the list is Cristiano Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, Alan Shearer, Thierry Omri, Ruud van Nistelrooy, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Michel Platini, Antoine Griezmann, uh, Cliver. Oh, you've missed one out. Uh, you've missed one out, so we only had nine. Um, Portugal Nuno Gomez I wouldn't have got him no one would have got him would they Nuno Gomez that's crazy Mm. did you just google that or did you have that already in the locker I popped it put it in the locker so how did you not know the first two score the first question because I was do you know what the (laughs) maddest thing is is I looked at it and I thought I remember you know when you said Platini and I went ah it's because I'd I'd read it oh man (laughs) I read it but I forgot who it was and did I not say Clivert? I said Clivert, did I? Because he was on the yeah. six. I thought, oh, idiot. Anyway, why well, smashed it? I win, ten five. That's that's that's. I give you, I give you six of them, I seven may, of may, them. The amount of answers I've give you over the time <laughs> is unbelievable. <laughs> right, I'm gonna get into a bit of the darkness, and then um, we're gonna finish off with Stockport County's uh, Stockport County semi final lost mm-hmm. yesterday. And then we're going to have a little bit of a chat about Sancho um, before we finish the show. That was a bang. I've not heard the darkness for ages. I've seen it before and I thought I need to play that. Um, we are back last little bit. You're listening to Ian and Love It on the Football Man Cave Show live on Manchester Radio 
online. Um, as always, you can catch up on a podcast. Just look at Football Man Cave Radio Show wherever you get your podcasts. Stockport yesterday, love it. Semi-final of the playoffs. Good. Obviously, they, they dropped in there. Uh, lost 1-0 to Hartlepool. Which I was quite surprised at, to be fair. Yeah, because they've been on a good run, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gutted, mate, to be honest. I wanted them to get back into the Football League. Yeah, well, that's it. It's, and I think when you come so close as well, they missed out the playoffs last year because of mm. the COVID and the... the um, how did, what did they do? Like, the the points, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't oh, know yeah, yeah. It. I can't remember what like it was Points per games, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but they missed out, obviously, on that. Um, I was looking through the Stockport County supporters page on Facebook yesterday, and everyone's absolutely gutted. I think as well, because you, I say you're so close, aren't you? Yeah. You're so close to it. And like it's, for Stockport, we've said it numerous times, they're, they're a club that we feel should be in the EFL, shouldn't they? The, yeah. Even just going off the ground, if you're going to be like that, and the fans, once you get in there, um, is absolutely amazing. Um picture's just been taken up. Someone said, are we blaming Rusk after an 18-game unbeaten run scoring third? Um, obviously, Jim Gannon halfway through. People think... That was crazy. I forget that. Obviously, Jim Gannon yeah. left and uh, Rusk came in. Um, what has he got to do, basically? Someone say it's boring, no passion. The atmosphere was dead yesterday. Uh, too much shocking football. Too much nice football. Wow. Needs to be a bit tougher. Mm. A little bit more nastier. Uh, defensively, Darren Fox thinks they're solid, but uh, we need something midfield and up top against the teams next season. At uh, this season, we've not performed, and key players that we're missing. Uh, hopefully, Rusk will bring in what's needed. Don't they shovel a few goals in though? I uh, don't they score a few? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean to be fair, a lot of people are, like Rusk is an, uh, Jamie Bramley. Rusk is an appalling manager, and in decent teams can just sit back and laugh as we play sideways and backwards. But to be fair, eighteen game well, eighteen games unbeaten. Do you know what I mean? You can't go sideways for eighteen games no, and win no. matches, can you? Not at all. Um so yeah, you have to obviously go again. Mm. Um I seen I seen a little thing of uh when they got promoted to the National League, so they missed out on the playoffs, they lost one 0 in the playoffs, and then they got promoted as champions the National League North. So at the minute they've missed out on the playoffs. Lost yeah, one nil in the playoffs. And it's stuff like that, and you look at yeah. it and you just but you, strong, you have, but sometimes football works like that. It does, but you have got Wrexham, who have got them yeah, two movie right. star owners, who have got a lot of Big money. Big money in that, aren't they? Yeah, um, and, and they're going to be the runaway winners of that league next year. They should be. Definitely. Should be. Jaden Sancho are going to move on to in the last couple of minutes. Um, last time I heard, I don't, I don't think I've heard of said anything else. Nope. Um, United and Borussia Dortmund were 11 million apart, according to Sky Sports. Yeah. Um, I'll just pay it. <laughs> like United like just yeah, give, but uh, give money out for no reason whatsoever over transfers and suddenly they've started haggling yeah well you say 11 million apart but it, they might be asking for 100 million right <laughs> so United proposed a deal which was worth 75 million including add-ons while Dortmund are thought to want closer to 86 million including add-ons so for me you just go right there's 80 million down middle mm. like let's just meet in the middle like the um, I think the wages have, have agreed 350,000 a week Scandalous money, once Jeez, yeah. I know. Um, clubs, it's only twenty-one as well, three and a half hundred thousand a week. Yeah, I just find it crazy. Uh, Dortmund likely want the money up front, or majority of the money up front, with the rest made up as achievable add-ons. There's a willingness for all parties to get this deal done. Personal terms and agent fees not expected to be a problem. 
So, don't know. I mean, it'd be a good little signing to get it. But yeah, much needed for you guys. Because yeah. you just need a good wide man. Plays out on the right. Yeah. You, just need, you just need a good right right sider. Um, pe- people have been like screaming for him to uh, start in the in, in the England side, but he's he's not. Well, he's had a pat periods of this season where yeah. he's been he's not been great. He's been no, on the bench. For I don't really watch Bundesliga. So this I is the, the thing. Other week th- I can't, I can't, yeah, can't, I can't say. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people, but they'll just tell you that he, he's one of the best players that England have yeah. got. But haven't watched him consistently enough to know. Yeah, great player, great great player, uh, and I think he'd he'd, he'd bolster United oh, squad. 100%. And I think he'd, he he gives you what you what you're missing and what you need. Like you need a good winger, like to just. Get I think it'll, it'll balance that. His assist, that his assist to um, to Haaland are just ridiculous. Yeah. So and you've got at the, you've got Cavani up top, so it's just going to be the same. It's just going to be the same another body for him to fit at. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Dortmund up front three, Bellingham, Haaland, Sancho, some of that in it. How much are you pay for all them? Well, I think Bellingham will end up at Real Madrid or something. Yeah. Like. 17 is it 17 18 17 year old? not 18 yeah 18 in a couple of weeks that's mad that isn't it how much people are talking about him so hopefully next week we might have some sort of conclusion on that um, as always it's been an absolute pleasure lovey we've had two hours flew by yeah come by like um, a rocket maybe not for you guys listening but for <laughs> <else>. <laughs> um, Spain Sweden tonight we're getting on that quick prediction who do you think uh, Spain I can Spain. I'm going to go Sweden. Me for crack. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. got a good forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Isaac Anderson is good. I think. Um, yeah. Why not? Chuck him in. Put Spain in. Last round. I'm really excited for tomorrow's uh, five o'clock and eight o'clock kickoffs. Mm-hmm. There's no two o'clock kickoffs either for the first time tomorrow. Um, we are back next week, next uh, Monday at six p.m. Obviously, post England v Scotland. So. Hopefully, love you. Watch it sober, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, get at us across the socials. Football man cave. We're posting a load of stuff up this week. Um, again, podcast wise, football man cave radio show. Have a look at it uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be the highlight show. Be up midweek. Uh, have a great week, people. Enjoy the Euros, and see you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.